welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about how to live a better quality of life for young adults, how to make your own decisions, and how to create the life that you want to live instead of letting other people tell you how to live. So thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the show. All right, y'all, what's up? Welcome back to the Quality Cup Life podcast. Thanks so much for coming and listening and hanging out with me for a couple minutes. I ain't gonna hold you long, but as the day I am recording this, tomorrow is my birthday and I'm excited. I don't have any like super big plans or anything like that. However, I'm just happy to be here another year because I know personally of some people who didn't make it into 2021 and who who got 2020 but didn't make it into 2021 or just people in the past who were um a close to my age who didn't make it I made it now I'm older than what they to what they made it to and so I'm just happy to be here honestly because I'm sure there were plenty of opportunities where I was very close to not being here so I'm just super excited about that and so in celebration of me turning the big two five, I want to talk about five lessons I learned in 25 years. And I'm kind of going to go through some significant-ish moments that brought me to where we are today. And so what's pretty cool is that in one of the mas- one of the mastermind groups that I'm in, we kind of went through this exercise about significant moments that really taught you some things from childhood to teenage years up until adulthood and and so these are just some of the moments that I just happened to write down and found significance in so before I get started I encourage you to do the same thing and think of some things maybe it's not from your whole life but maybe it's some significant things that got you to where you are from it could be from 2021 up until now and also for you to remember the moment how you felt in that moment and then like your emotions and then also what you learned from that moment so it's always great to look for the lesson and also to take responsibility in whatever situation it is because if you don't take responsibility you're giving over your power to somebody else or something else and that's not how we move over here we take responsibility and we own it and we figure out what we can do better or what we um can get from that and take those lessons into the future so let's get started so the first lesson i'll say is from my childhood and I can, I'll never forget this. One, my, I remember my fifth grade teacher, right? So I'm gonna give you the, the story. Okay, so, you know, fifth grade is still elementary school. And at the end of fifth grade, where I'm from, they have, when you go into middle school, they have like separate, separate classes for more advanced students. And then those that are not as advanced. And my teacher was kind of going around the class and being like who which one of you guys you think will be in the honors classes or whatever and I didn't raise my hand because I was like kind of shy and stuff when it came to being in classes I wasn't shy around my friends of course but um 
And then we had like a couple bullies and stuff in the class. I was just, you know, chilling or whatever. And my my teacher, I was about to say professor, my teacher would be like, oh yeah, this person can go, is gonna, I think this person is gonna be in honors, this person is gonna be in honors. Oh no, I don't think that person and that person is gonna be in honors. Oh, you know, you won't make it to honors. And I was one of those people who was, she was like, nah, you're not gonna make it to honors. And it was very interesting to me. I've always been like kind of an, an observer. And so I was just kind of sitting back chilling, right? And I was thinking to myself, that's funny because a lot of those people, the majority of those people who you say, who are te- you're telling them that, oh, yeah, you're going to make it. I think you're going to make it. Those are the students that were the bullies and never cheating in class. So <laughs> so I was like, mm-hmm, OK, interesting. And then a lot of the people who she assumed wouldn't make it were the people who made it that next year. And I was surprised. I didn't expect to get into the advanced honors classes because partly because of what she said and I didn't really think I was like smart like that like and then I didn't really try in school around that age I was just kind of like yeah whatever um and so in that moment I felt like I felt really well, not really sad but I felt kind of sad and like defeated and kind of like unseen sort of and that has also kind of carried been a theme throughout my life in certain points which now I'm readjusting of course and I've and it's come a long 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 way but um the lesson that I learned was that usually people that have these like negative projections of you is usually because they don't really know you (laughs) because my teacher didn't really know me and my personality she didn't she just kind of assumed things about me and that has kind of also been a theme that a reoccurring theme in my life as well as people just assume things about me and will not only will assume things about me but they'll tell me what their assumptions are as if they are correct or as if they are the truth and would you look at that the next year I was not in the classes the the um like the regular classes I made into honors I don't know how the heck I got in there but I was happy to be in there because um for real, being real though, those kids in the regular classes, it was hood. They was some hood kids. Like I was like, whew. I'm glad I didn't uh get it. I'm glad I tested out. So the second lesson that I learned, I'm gonna say, uh, well, it's actually the year before my last year of elementary school, my fourth grade year. So we had to take these end of the year tests, kind of like most schools. And my, I think she was my English teacher. She was my homeroom teacher. I think if you got like a, I think or a three or a four, because the scores are from one to four. If you got a three or a four, and I think it was at least two subjects, two or three subjects, something like that. She, I guess, partnered with some kind of company. I have no idea, but some kind of company and they would get you a brand new bike and a helmet, right? And, you know, you at, what, nine years old, you're like, whoa, a new bike, a new helmet, which I already had a bike at my grandparents' house, but it wasn't like a brand new bike like that. It was, that bike was nice. Like the bike they got us, it was nice. And so I, uh, I was very surprised cut to, you know, when I got my test results back, I got very good grades. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, cool. Like dope. 
I'm gonna get a bike. And then it didn't hit me until we had to come after school, of course. And they, um, and they brought us in the cafeteria, I think it was, or maybe it was outside. It was outside, I think. And look, looky, looky, they had my brand new bike and I got to pick up my bike and a helmet that fit my head. And it was so exciting. And at nine, like I worked pretty hard for that. And I, and it was really like, I felt like excitement. Um, I felt joy. I felt pride. Like I was proud of myself. I felt accomplished. And the even cooler thing that made it even just so much sweeter was that once we got our bikes, I think it was law enforcement. They took us all around my city, like all around my town, all around. We just rode bikes and we had police escorters in cars and on bikes and we was just cruising through the city it was the coolest thing ever like the coolest thing ever and then they took us out to eat and after we took they took us out to eat then we rode our bikes back to the school and that was the I mean that was the coolest thing ever it's it was so fun I would do that again it was it was the funnest thing ever and I really hope that people are still doing things like that to kind of motivate kids and show people show kids that you know what, when you work for something, when you put in for something, like it matters. It really matters when you give something your all and you really um, care, like it, it matters. And so that is something I'll never forget. And then the third lesson I've learned in 25 years um, was when I was in high school and I was taking geometry. And if you don't know, I will tell you, I am not a math genius. I am not good at math. I never have been. I've had to work to be to get a decent grade or whatever. So I think I was in about 10th grade or something like that. And I had to take geometry because I was a part of the curriculum. And, you know, at first in the school, the first half of the semester, I just kind of, you know, would do my thing, do my work in class. And, you know, I was just kind of doing the bare minimum sort of. And I thought, oh, you know, testing the water, see if you'll pass. And I kept failing tests. And it wasn't like a 60 type of fail. It was like a 40. I was getting like 40s and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, nah, this ain't going to work. I was like, uh-uh. Because I knew after ninth grade, I was like, oh, you can't play around. We got to go to college because you got to get the heck up out of here. You know, so I, so I started taking school more seriously and they had um, tutoring sessions. This this teacher had tutoring sessions or whatever. So I would come, but it would irritate me sometimes because during her tutoring hours, sometimes this lady wouldn't be there. And I'm just like, dog, I asked you before class was over, you'll be here at this time, right? Yeah, I'll be there at this time. That's my hours. I get to the class. I walk up the stairs after school. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go home, lady. And I get to your class, and there ain't no tutoring. Bruh. Now I got to figure out, okay, how I'm going to get home? Because I done told my mom I'm going to tutoring. How I'm going to get home, lady? Like, why would you tell me you're going to be there, and you ain't going to be there, dog? Like, what are you doing? And... And that was like one of the first times that I really had to fight for what I wanted. And I was on kind of on her head, on my version of on her head, of on your head, about are you going to be there? Are you sure you're going to be there? Because last time you weren't there and I asked you, right? And then, and then at this point, I had to start kind of, I wouldn't say skipping classes, but like classes that weren't as important, like ROTC or like 
computer classes. I, I don't remember exactly. Or like the intervention, like the um, sophomore classes, like the generic sophomore class. I was like, I don't need this. So I would leave that class, those classes that didn't really matter like that. And I would go during the day and get tutoring and get help. And I was studying and I was working with my classmates. And that was the first time I had to really fight for what I wanted and what I knew I needed for me because she didn't she didn't care honestly whether I passed or failed she she was just kind of like straight up one of those teachers that's okay if you pass or fail sweetheart that's on you I don't have nothing to do with that <laughs> so so I really appreciate that lesson it sucked in the moment but I appreciated it and I really felt in that moment I felt frustrated I was irritated and then in, in the end, when I passed, I think I passed like an 83 or something like that, if I can remember right, I felt proud of myself and I felt empowered. I was like, okay, Imani, you have the power in your hands, so you can turn things in whatever direction you want. You just got to make up your mind and let's go get it. Oh, and also what I learned was just because the opposition is heavy, that doesn't mean that the goal isn't worthy. And it doesn't mean that the goal, that you shouldn't have it. That just means that there's a lesson in this. And it's, it's just so much sweeter when you put in. So, <clears throat> all right. The fourth lesson um, that I have gotten in my 25 years of life is graduating from college. On time at that, with the original major and extracurriculars. And that's not always the case for everybody there's a lot of people and that's and that's perfectly fine take the time that you need but but a lot of people don't graduate on time like that and and most people who go into college with a major in mind they change it one two three four times five times like it's it's pretty it's pretty normal so I was just very proud of myself for making a decision sticking with it and seeing it all the way through and I've had some really rough seasons in college and college taught me so much so when I graduated I was beyond proud of myself and it really college has really pushed me to the brink at times Woo! and then I graduated and then I got to kind of see things go full circle sort of seeing things come full circle from when I started to where it ended I just, I never would have, if I would have known all the stuff I would have gone through in college, I probably wouldn't have gone. I would be like, look, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> and so the emotions I felt for with college was I felt victorious. I felt hope. I felt pride. I felt uh, relief that I was finally done because I was like the last semester of college. I was like, I'm so over this. I'm so over this. I'm done. I don't have nothing else in me. Get me out of here. <laughs> That's how I felt about school. And then I also felt humility too because I really needed a lot of grace and mercy to get through because I, like literally there were things that are that were against me. Like I got through against the odds is what I mean. The fifth lesson I got from my 25 years of life that were very significant for me was not to get mushy on you guys, but um, the person that I'm dating now, it's pretty interesting to me. Like the relationship is actually healthy and it's mutual and it's not. He's not what a lot of people, you know, our age deal with F boys, F girls. They don't, you know, you, you hear the, the phrase, 
N words ain't ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? He a F boy and all of this. Like, I've never been in no terrible, like, just horrific situations or anything like that. But I've never been in a relationship that's this healthy. Like, it, you know, it's just like, I feel like this is normal. Like, this is what it's supposed to be like when you imagine a relationship. Woo! When you imagine a relationship in your mind, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm, woo, I'm cool with this, you know? And the emotions that I felt in the beginning when I was like, wow, this is really new to me. And then uh, also now is I felt um, desired. I felt adored. I felt worthy and I felt admired. And that's pretty cool because I can name a lot of people and um, past their past relationships and even current where that's not the case, or at least from outside looking in, it looks pretty toxic. So, you know, and I don't want no parts of that. So I just think that's just really cool. And the lesson I learned from this has been that for me, it has been that um, I am loved and I can be loved. I am accepted um, as I am for who I am. And you know, you can deal with people and it could be relationship, like romantic relationship, or it could be like a friendship or family member or whatever. And people are like trying to change you and stuff. Or they tell you that they get with you or they become friends with you or whatever. And you you guys kind of become close and then they start to tell you all the things that they don't like about you and they're trying to change this and change that. This doesn't feel like that. This just feels like more natural. And of course, there's things you need to grow in, but you don't want to feel like somebody won't be interested in just loving you and just um wanting to just be a part of your life just because just because they love you and they like think you're awesome you know so so yeah I have a lot more things that have been very significant in my life and a lot more lessons a lot more uh painful lessons especially recently I'd say within the last like three or four years but These are just the ones I have for you today. So thank you so much for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with somebody else if you found this helpful. And I'll see you next week, all right? Bye.